This is a very special episode because the host is going to be interviewed. That's right, Reggie is taking the hot seat. I'm going to ask him some of the most frequently asked questions from the community. We also talk about investing, personal finance, and podcasting. Let's find out how this podcast started, where is it going. I also get Reggie to spill the beans about some of the guests who've been on the show. So stay tuned. Hello, my name is Andrew and welcome to another Chill with TFC session. In this series, we hope to bring on interesting and relevant people to help us learn better from various perspectives. Life is not always about learning from the people you agree with. Different perspectives shape us to be more well-rounded in our thinking. So in our pursuit of the life we love while managing our finances well, our guest for today is the host of Singapore's first financial literacy podcast, The Financial Coconuts. That's the podcast you're listening to right now. This podcast first went live in October 2019 and it is now one of the top podcasts in Singapore. My guest today believes that personal finance can be chill, clear and sustainable for all. Let's welcome Chief Financial Coconut, Reggie. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yes, uh, so weird sitting on this side. How does it yes. feel to be sitting in a hot seat? I... Reggie, this is the Reggie episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's... um. It feels weird because you know usually I'm in command, right? Like, like I'm I'm, mm. I'm on the I'm on the side where you know I'm I'm leading the questions, I'm asking the things, and you know all these people are just kind of like you know in my hands. <laughs> you know now I'm like hmm, now it feels a little bit weird. Huh? Well, yeah. I I would think of this as conversation. Mm, it's still mm, a conversation mm. between the both of us. There's no like no one leading. It is. It is. It's chill. It is, it is. It is. But you know, it just feels. It, it feels weird. I don't know. There's a power seat and then there's like the guest seat. You know. So I'm like I'm on the guest seat now. I mean, uh, which is the more comfortable one. You know. Um. But yeah, it's just. It's well, just I, I do want our our listeners to get to know more about you. But actually, because TFC is very conversational. If you have been listening even for just a few episodes, right? Like, you can piece together Reggie as a person. Mm. But you kind of have to, like, listen to episodes here and there. Yes, Instead yes, of doing yes. that, I'm just going to give you this episode. All you need is to <laughs> listen to this episode <laughs> to know everything there is to know about Reggie. Mm. Yes, yes. Once and for all, get out all the questions, right? Like, yes. People keep asking me the same questions every interview I go. Oh, my goodness. Exactly. Which is so, why, like, so we, we also asked oh, in yes. the Telegram group, like, what are the mm. questions that you want to ask Reggie? Because mm. you've been listening to this voice for how long? Uh, it's TFC been, been what, like 18 months? We first episode was out October 2019. Yeah. Uh, okay. But I first toyed with the idea July 2019. So I, I have this weird thing, like my birthday is on the 1st of July. So this very weird thing that every July, I would think of doing something like, hey, let me, let's just try something. It's a new year. You know, your life just keeps sticking, right? I'll try a new thing. So I talked with this idea of like, yeah, you know, let's start a podcast because I was genuinely very irritated with fake gurus. I mean, mm. everybody knows this already by now. But the part that people don't know is that from July till October, before the first episode was out, I actually recorded 10 episodes and I deleted all of them. In your room? Yeah, on my dining table. A microphone you just bought. Yes, like the road input mic, you know, like the, the 
input jack into your iPhone 6, that kind of right. Right. So That's so how that, we started. Yes, that was kind of how I started. Uh-huh. And I thought it was so easy. Like, hey, you know, just pick up a microphone and just talk, lah, right? Because I was a consumer of podcasts. So I was like, yes, this is an easy thing. Let me just talk. Turns out it's um, a lot tougher than it is. Mm. <laughs> so, you, you think you know what's missing in the market and you, you'll be able to you know, fill the gap. Mm, right? But mm. how is it like? Because for me, we all hate our own voice when we first start hearing oh ourselves. Is that the case God. for you? Tell me about it. Tell <laughs> me about it. I hated it. Um, I had so much trouble editing my own voice. You know, I was like, oh, it's so weird. Why got weird Amor accent? You know, so turns out that it's kind of like a self-protection mechanism that I used to do a lot. You know, when I want to portray a certain look or portray a certain persona, then I always use that very Angmo accent. You know, but over time, I have uh, come to find my own voice and all that, become more comfortable. But during the early days where I'm a one-man show and I need to edit, I need to do everything <laughs> from scratch, oh, that was so painful, man. Like, ah, oh, dude, editing my own voice was like the worst shit ever. So the recording's not even that difficult. You know, post-work was really hard. So by episode... 30-something, Harry came in and started, you know, doing a lot of the posts. Because of COVID, mm. he lost his job. And I was like, hey, bro, nothing to do, right? You know, I help you invest, you help me. <laughs> you help me do the, edits, right? So pro yeah, at sound. Yes, yes. So he's like, he, he did he did his own study, you know, like like in poly and all. So like audio engineering, is it's no big thing. And I remember him, he told me this one line, like, hey, bro, I never thought the things I learned in Bali uh, <laughs> will come useful. in handy, you know, especially during a pandemic. So yeah, it's good, good stuff that way. And ever since then, yeah, no edits from me. So it's, it makes it a lot simpler, you know, like not listening to my own voice. You see, kind of at the start, you had to edit your, your voice a mm. lot. But now you're like, you just give it to someone else and you don't even have to listen anymore, right? So that's uh, your progress in that sense. Yes. Actually, he scolds me a lot for that. Oh, oh really? <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, really? You're not going to listen to the post? Like, like, you know, because what happens, the process is I do the pre, I do the production, right? So I do the casting call, preparing the questions, actually recording and all that. And then after that, uh, everything is uploaded onto a G drive and then he will just kind of like take it from there and he will post. And then once it's post, I never listen to the final cut ever. And yeah, then we'll just post it out and then all of you will listen. That's why sometimes there'll be some problems here and there. And then thank you for all of you to kind of feedback to us that, hey, this episode a bit weird, huh? there's like this one minute pause here in uh, the middle of nowhere, mm. you know, or this episode has been cut short. I was like, eh, what's going on? So then when all that happens, then we actually go back and, you know, and clean it up and, and make it the actual final product that we want. But yeah, it's all part of it and yeah, Harry, Harry, Harry still scolds me sometimes. You sure you don't want to listen to the final cut? Ah? I was like, yeah, it's fine, bro. I trust you. But actually, it's just I'm, I just feel very tired and I don't want to process the content again. You trust him, that's one. And you also mm. trust yourself. Because if yeah. you're insecure about your own voice, mm. you will want mm. to listen. I mean, fair. Uh, it's not so much about the vocal design anymore. It's really about the content flow, right? Mm. Because I think for us, we're not doing like audio documentary we're not doing, you know, comedic, fun, you know, kind of thing. We're doing very, like, infotainment lah, info, infotainment kind of thing. So, for me, the main thing is about content accuracy. Mm. Of course, delivery, it's all part of it. It helps to get to the person to the end and all that. But, yeah, content accuracy is usually what I'm more concerned about than the voice itself. 
Yeah. Right. That's what I like about the TFC podcast. I'm a listener myself. Mm, mm, so mm. You, you mentioned at the start, you hate those fake gurus. Uh, so uh. What, what I like is, you know, there's two ends of the spectrum. One is like motivational, rah-rah, in terms of finance uh. content, right? Like, oh, you know, you're going to be rich. Yes or yes? Oh my yeah. God, I hate motivational, <laughs> rah-rah. <laughs> and on the other end is uh. this deep technical, like in over your head. You don't understand what's going on. Mm, you know, mm. because they are... It they're flies s- through it you. It flies yes. over you. You can't understand yes. the content. So I, I think TFC... FC sits nicely in between. It's still entertaining. Yeah, there's yeah. some sort of rara in the sense that it is fun and lighthearted mm. and chill. Yeah. But hey, you know, there's actually content in it. Solid content in it. Thank you. I feel so nice. <laughs> Listener's point yeah, of view. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, feedback, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And I'm so happy that when I did a random shout out of like, hey, we need new hosts and then you came out. I was like, oh my God, this guy's a professional, you know? Like, like you're way more professional than you know, than all of us in terms of experience in, in the audio space. So that's great, right? Thanks for taking over this segment. It's extremely important. It's very hard for me to feel comfortable enough to pass the segment on to someone mm. else. So kudos to that. Uh, but yes, about this part about TFC being unique, I think that's the interesting part, right? Where there is a gap here in terms of like smart intellectual content. You know, we've talked to a lot of people and we've killed a lot of episodes for all of you that think, you know, everything you listen to is the final product, right? Once you join the team, you know the amount of shit that we kill. You know, <laughs> we, we pre-call all these guys to try to make sure that they make sense, they have enough depth. But some of them, they still fall through the cracks. So when they come in, we record and realize that, hey, this thing has not enough juice. Why do we want to put it out there? Sometimes we get pressured. And I don't want to name names, but, mm. you know, we get pressured by Baba companies and Forces. all that. Yeah, and all that stuff, right? So so mm. we, we get pressured. And you know, like, if you go and listen, and then you 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 be like, hey, this episode, like, not, not that great. Huh? And then it's like, yeah, yeah. Probably we've been pressured to put it up. But yes, so... That's the beauty, right? But that's also the problem that we face in terms of curating the content, trying to get enough depth and helping all these professionals to speak humans. You know, it's, that's a real challenge in my view. Right. So yeah. after joining a team and after talking to Reggie, I kind of understand why TSC is the way it is and why I enjoy it so much as a listener because there's a whole stringent process behind all of these podcast episodes. And I, I just joined not for long, but I'm beginning to see how you, you craft the whole thing based on the vision that you've had. Mm-hmm. So what are your plans? Like, okay, I'm going to be doing this TFC chill. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be interviewing people. But you can still get to listen to, to Reggie share about finance, about investing mm-hmm. in the TFC episodes, right? Yes. So I will still take the monologues for now. Honestly, this part is a little bit painful because I like it. I honestly like what I'm doing. I like that everyone is tuning in, you know, weekly and they love it. And, you know, it's it's amazing when all of you drop in on LinkedIn or drop in on Instagram, drop in on Telegram, say, hey, great podcast, you know, great information, entertaining, all that. Those things were really the stuff that kind of pushed me and a few of us to keep doing at first because at first no money on this thing. And then it's like, you know, honestly, in the podcast space, if you talk to any other podcasters, maybe other than, okay, let's go, right? we're probably the only guys that are getting good projects at this moment in time where banks, insurance, wealth companies are willing to use us, you know, and pay us good, decent money to at least operate a team. Everyone else in the podcast space are not getting much, you know, revenue. This is my honest um, anecdotal understanding of the situation. So you go to the Singapore podcast Spotify and you see all the top podcasts, we already talked to most of them. 
at least the, the guys that we think um, have some sort of resonance. So we talk to them, we kind of find out their model and all that. So, so that's the part about podcasting. So kudos to all of you. You guys made this possible. That's great. But yeah, I find that we are at a point where it cannot just be my voice, right? We have to expand. We have to go further. So great stuff. Andrew's going to take over chills. Woo, good stuff, right? So, so that's, that's the Thursday chills where we headed over. Um, you may still hear some episodes after this episode airs because some of these are like legacy episodes that we've already recorded earlier. Uh, but f- after you listen to this particular episode, you should be mentally prepared that, yes, on Thursdays, you will hear more of Andrew and less of me. Eventually, it will be none of me, right? So mm. that's kind of where it is. I also take Tuesday monologues. I like it. But Tuesday monologues actually take a lot of time to study. You're going to write out in whole essay, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Essentially, you're writing a blog post. So mm. on top of that, then you got to record the blog post, right? So you go and think of all the bloggers, the amount of work that they put into writing a blog post, right? Yes, then I have to do one more layer on top of that, which is to record it. Yeah. It's a lot of work there. I'll still be doing it. Eventually, I think I'll fade out also of that. We'll see. Um, because at some point, the company needs me to do other things. Once in a while, I can be back. Once in a while, I can do some episodes. But yeah. I feel a bit itchy. Like, I don't yeah. get into the groove of like, interviewing people and getting yeah, things out of them. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Like, that's probably where it will end up when I've got feel or you know, when somebody really wants me to interview them and all that. I could come back. But... Eventually, we'll have to kind of move on from just like one voice. You know, we have to have multiple voices and and all that. So you will hear me on Coconut Avenue Season 2. I'll be hosting Season 2 until we find someone that understands property, understands investments. You know, I won't say I understand property, but I I think I understand sufficient about investments that I can understand property from like a, you know, one step in kind of angle. Broad understanding of leverage, investments, and all that stuff. Until we can find someone that understands property and, you know, does not have like a heavy sales bias. (laughs) You know, then uh, we'll hand over that. But I'll be taking season two. We're planning entrepreneurship season two. So you will hear me on the other more focused podcast. Mm. But our main podcast, yeah, I will eventually fade out. Big plans. I mean, some podcasts, they are personality-based and the podcast name is the, I know. the podcaster's like Joe Rogan name. experience, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you kind of can't, mm. can't go away. You can't, yeah, you can't. Exactly. I was just talking to my friend the other day. When you do a podcast, there's two angles, right? One, you brand it in your in your own name, your in name. your own personality. Mm. You cannot change out of this one. This has to be it. You know, and, and the other way is you kind of build a brand and then you can change as long as you keep the essence of the show the vibe, everything, you know, like the financy galapa or something, right? Like, anyway, it translates to financial coconut, right? So, right, my friends have been telling me when you're going to start the financy galapa, okay? Soon, okay? If I get good Bahasa-speaking host that understands personal finance, shout out to anyone that you think you can, drop your name at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com and then we will start the financy galapa, okay? And then we can... Talk and talk everything in Bahasa and focus on you know our Muslim friends here in the region, so so that's that's great. But yeah, that's the that's the part. <laughs> what I'm saying is TFC Media Network, uh, uh, yeah, right? Like yeah. it's, it's not just you. You just got to keep growing. Yeah. That's what business is like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all part of it. Trying to grow and see 
if we can cover more aspects of personal finance. Yeah. Mm. Give us a sense of the different programs right now. There's the property, you know, it's just Yeah, so um, I know not all of you are like listening to every one of them. Uh, I get it, like standards are varying and, and all that. You know, Different we, interests actually. Yeah, different mm. interests is one thing. Um, of course, like hosting cap- capabilities and all that. Because when we first started, right, you know, I really thought everybody can host one. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Harry also scold me for this. Like, but anyway, Harry scold me a lot. Okay, so I said, "Oh, you never listen to the final product, huh? You, everybody also can host, huh? Everybody, you think can scale so simple?" <laughs> I feel like I like Cheng Jie, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, Cheng yeah. Jie. Yes, but yes. Um, I honestly thought everyone could host when I first started because I was like, "So simple, ma. Just do it, lah." You know. Just talk only, yeah. Turns out, it's um, clearly not the case. But because I harbored that mindset, I push a lot of people to host, right? So, like, some of the listeners and some of my friends, I was like, hey, do you want to host? Do you want to host? Come and host, host a season, host a mini-series with us. And you guys probably hear it here and there, some mini-seasons. And that process helped me to guide a lot of them. Like, I managed to kind of think of how to tell them Mm. how to host better. So that process actually was pretty interesting because now I kind of cracked the code that I can confidently say if I work with someone long enough, I can actually teach them how to host. But the caveat is long enough. Mm -hmm. There needs to be some experience gathering and all. Um, But yeah, that was one of the bottleneck. But post-bottleneck, we're getting very good personalities coming in these days, which which is amazing. You will hear more on property, Coconut Avenue. You will hear entrepreneurship coming season two. I will still be taking that. Um, pretty popular. Quite a lot of people like that one. Um, for all of you who are not entrepreneurs but still kind of enjoy that one, great. I mean, there are a lot of learning lessons within entrepreneurship show. I love it. I love the name. Honestly, advertisers tell us that maybe they don't want the name. That was like, nah, I don't want you. Okay, because... Hmm. The name, the name. No, it's it's on YouTube, right? I mean, it's I, exactly, flexible right? enough. Some of these guys, um, they they say like, mm. hey, uh, the name, uh, my boss say cannot. So, okay, then never mind, like move on. Uh. Well, it's an auto filtering right. system. You realize? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> kind of works for you. Yeah, ex- exactly, right. So if you cannot handle that, you cannot handle all the swearing mm. emotions. All the that, shit is yeah, gonna be the, on the show. Yeah, all, I mean, yeah, we were talking about it. Like, well, me, me and the post team were talking about it. Like, if any show was to carry all that, it would be this show. You already call it entrepreneurship show, right? So you you must let them speak, lah. Don't pee, don't don't have all the, you know, like pee pee pee. You know, no, just keep the f words, keep the whatever swearing, and keep the emotions. Keep it authentic. Let people experience it. And I think that is the, the beauty, right? So, Coconut Avenue, Entrepreneurship. We're rebooting Finding Your Hedge. Amazing. Adrian runs another show. It's called the Adrian Tan Show. Clearly, he cannot run away from that show because it's the Adrian Tan he Show. He signed his name on it. Yes, he yeah. really signed his name on it. And he has a very, very cute way of hosting. Like, a lot of dad jokes. I mean, he's the dad. Lah. Dad of four kids. <laughs> so, a lot of dad jokes inside. <laughs> But you're known yeah. for your dad jokes too. Mm. I mean, I've seen the Telegram group mm. chats and oh, Reggie love a dad joke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah you, you get it, right? Like, But I think he's like one notch above real one, real dad. Okay, so mm. through that, one, one notch above. Yeah, four kids. Okay. Four kids, amazing. And he was like, he told me, 
that day I asked him, hey, four kids, huh? you can handle. Huh? He said, bro, by the time it's the fourth kid, right, you no longer care about them. <laughs> you <laughs> just need take care of themselves. Yeah, you just need to know that they're safe and ain't no shit's gonna happen. Then you'll be okay with really. I was like, oh, okay. That's uh-huh, interesting. <laughs> so, right. so, so that's that. So, so in terms of podcasting, Reggie has, has done a lot. I mean, like you also give talks at certain co-working spaces on mm. how to do a, a good podcast. Yes. And then, but that's because you sort of train different podcasters. You've been through the process. TFC is still mainly, uh, I consider it mainly a, a podcast platform. Mm. And then of course, we have YouTube and all that. But because you were talking about the top podcasts, they have other platforms. They might come from YouTube, right? Mm, and podcast mm, is one of the mm. things that they do. But yes. TFC, podcasts, main, main thing. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's our main thing. Um, cute story. That day, one of the, one of the media outlets um, came and asked me to do an editorial. So we're talking to them about doing an editorial. Until it comes out, you know, uh, you won't know if it comes out. Anyway, I wasn't like the main feature of the editorial, but I was just one of the people that they were gathering information about podcasting. And then the person was like, ah, so as a veteran podcaster, I was like, girl, it's, it's only 18 months. Like, <laughs> well, Podcasting kind of picked up in the year 2020. I mean, partly due to COVID, like exactly. more people got into it. Yeah. Exactly. So you've, you've been there before that. You're yeah, a veteran. So you veteran. Yeah, I was been like, through the trenches. Yeah, yeah, you early days, <laughs> are you early. <laughs> so that's literally what she says. Like, as a veteran podcaster, what advice do you have, blah, blah, blah. And then, I'm like, hmm. you show her a battle scar. Yeah, yeah it's like, hmm, you know, you you sure, you know, you sure you want to do? <laughs> it's like for everyone else that's thinking of doing audio content, it's a very different ball game altogether. Okay, what I tell people is, if you think about it, when people do videos, okay, visual content, there's a lot of animation transition that can save the content. Okay, it's like if Aiken Chia says something weird, right? You can. And then it will cut through the animation and then it will still get your attention. Everybody just have a laugh and then it jumps to the next scene. Mm, it flows. It flows. There are a lot of techniques to play around to, to keep getting you to kind of listen and stay in and follow through the content. But when all these YouTubers try to do podcasts, they don't have all this visual animation to support them. Everything is just your audio storytelling abilities. How you narrate, how you tell a story, how you maneuver your voice. It's very naked, you know, compared to the YouTube platform. So you see a lot of them, they may do a little bit better in the early days, in the early days of their podcast because they kind of bring in their crew, right? Mm. Their followers from YouTube. After a while, they stop. After a while, they don't perform as well because it's just very different. You cannot use all these quirky animation to help you. You have to be able to tell stories. So fundamentally, it's a different medium. And if you want to be in podcasts, then you have to know how to do all these things. You have to be able to storytell. You have to be able to just work with your voice. Right, because audio is a very intimate medium. Although yeah, yeah. it's uploaded and anyone can listen, but you as the listener, it feels like I'm just talking to you yeah, directly. Yeah, yeah. In you your know. car, in the gym, It's so weird. I know, it's so weird. Uh, when people talk to me these days, like listeners when they talk to me, like... Kudos to you guys, but honestly, I find it a bit weird, okay? But never mind if you continue to come to me with the same energy. When they meet me, or when they talk to me, or when I reply them with voice messages, they have this like, ah! <laughs> I was like, I was like, That's what I said to you, mm. like, hey, you're the voice, you're really the voice. Yeah, but of course it's yeah. you, right? Exactly, exactly. So people will be like, oh, I know this voice. Like, you know, I was like, mm. old friend, old friend. Yeah, like old friend, old friend like that. So I was like, mm, 
yeah, yeah. I felt a little bit scared at first. I was like, right. I was like, oh, relax, relax, relax. But after a while, I just kind of got used that this is the this is the reality. So it's n- nothing personal against anyone, like any one of you listening. Like, great, thanks for your kind words, your love, and and all that jazz. It's it's all important in helping us get to where we are, and all that good stuff. All your feedback, all your questions. They help us generate content. They help us to improve. So keep them coming. That's great. But yes, <laughs> so mm. I still feel a little bit weird when people say, "Ah, oh, you know," like I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." We are act familiar. Huh? <laughs> well, yeah, it, yeah. it feels that way from their point of view because yes, they've yes, been listening yes. to you. But you, yes, you, you exactly. know who they are. That's exactly. So, so okay. So what what you can do is when you talk to me or when you come to me or when you know we meet face to face or something, fill me up with information about yourself. First. First. Ah, okay. Right? right? So you can like, oh, all that. It's like, oh, by the way, let me just kind of fill you in who I am, what do I do, da, da, da. Give me that five or two minute, two to five minute kind of short intro to give me some background of who I'm talking to before you get so excited trying to talk to me. So I'm not against talking to you, but you know, you want to kind of make me feel more at ease also. You, you ease me in with a lot of these things. Mm. Yeah. So here's a frequently asked question. A grand total of like 1,269 people have asked. <laughs> Why not YouTube? I mean, since we are talking about Wait, YouTube, so many people ask. <laughs> um, based like, on estimation. Uh, based yeah. on estimation, okay. Like, everyone mm. is asking like, you know, uh, you're doing podcasts, that's great. No, why not? Why don't you just transport it over to YouTube? At first, when I did podcast, firstly, I was struggling with a little bit of um, self-image issues. So that was one part. I used to be a lot slimmer. I had more hair. You know, I, 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 I went to hair loss. I gained weight and all the post-traumatic kind of stuff, which I probably talked about um, through the podcast a little bit, along my post-scam journey and all that. But I didn't talk about the like personal image problems. All right. So today, I am a little bit better, more confident, or at least more accepting. I won't say like, wow, I don't want to No, I don't want to lie to myself, you know. But the reality is I feel more accepting of my current reality. So that's one part. But the other part is it's actually very difficult to do education content on video. And we've done it. I mean, we've done entrepreneurship, everything on video. And I realized that I end up spending more bandwidth trying to communicate with you on video than trying to educate you about the topic. You know, it's so much more extra work. And I just feel like, is there a need to? I don't know. It will probably get us more views. Mm. It will probably get us a bigger reach in a shorter period of time and all that. So that's great, you know, but... For me, is um, production process is very different. It's actually a lot, lot more different. It's not like a lot more work. It's a different set of work. So that's the part. Uh, and yeah, we we are testing. Okay, I'm telling everybody we're testing. We're getting more open with like doing video content and all. But honestly, I would rather do podcasts where I can no need to look at camera. I can be looking at the script and then kind of like focusing on talking to you guys and all that. You know, instead of spending a lot of time trying to like, hey, interact with the camera and all that. Because there's some sort of expectations to it. All yeah, right. it feels like podcast as a medium speaks to you. Yeah. Kind of pun intended, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, okay, okay. It is I, your I thing. I think everybody on the team has a bit of dad joke. Right? <laughs> trace <laughs> I'm, level. I'm getting there, getting yeah, yeah, there. Trace yeah. level of dad jokes in the team, but yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but, but it, it speaks mm. to you, you. You feel for it. It feels like yeah. it is a medium that you can translate your ideas across better. Yes, yes. I like it more, honestly. Like, I listen to a lot of podcasts these days. A lot less YouTube. You know, I don't watch a lot of videos. Um, 
yeah, I think video very cheap. Lah. Like after I produce some of the videos, I know some of the hacks around some of these things. So yeah, lor, I feel like, yeah, podcast is my thing. I like it yeah, okay. from an audio perspective. Okay. Since you're going to hand over Chill with TFC with me, I'm going to ask you some questions about Chill, about the people that you have spoken to, right? Mm-hmm. So like top of your mind, like which interview did you like? You, know, you can list a few. Wow. Or like most memorable... Memorable, huh? I can name drop lah. I think it's okay lah. Huh? <laughs> so, yeah, you've spoken to them. I spoke to a lot of people, I'm sure by now. You guys have heard a lot. Mm. One very memorable one was the one with Chunting. You know, from Money Owl. Mm. She's very cute, very motherly. And, uh, you know, everything you can think of of a very, like, motherly individual. And I think she's pretty interesting in the sense that she wasn't traditionally financially trained. She was like history student, you know, she did, I think Mandarin was one of her like, you know, main major. So she did quite a long path, right? Before she come into finance. So she's not as rigid. But the interview was very cute because she was the first interviewee that came in with a stack of papers. So, already? <laughs> already, like, oh. like, I had all the questions. I send out, We send out questions. We do pre-calls, by the way. If all of you didn't know, right? We do a lot of prep work before we go into the calls. Not like a lot of other podcast interviews that wing we go it, for. No. They just wing it. Mm. Then, oh, that's all oh, just side on. But anyway, okay. We <laughs> really, shout out to every other podcaster that's listening, right? Do your prep work. Okay, this is my best advice for you. Stop thinking that you can wing it. You know, it's extremely difficult. Anyway, so... She had a lot of papers, you know. I think at least like what 30, 40 pages worth. I felt like it was about to like just land on the table and go like boom, you know, like that kind of heavy weight. And it was so cute because I think she's not as confident in terms of like doing podcast interview and all that. So she was like reading and she was like, Oh yeah, there's this thing. Oh yeah, there's this thing. So, you know, she wants to share mm. a lot and all that, but it was honestly not very easy interviewing in such a format. Because, you know, when people come in with so much, right, they really want to say it all. And then you cannot maneuver through the TFC format. Because by now, when you listen to TFC, you know that it's a very conversational thing. You've got to flow with it, Yeah, we've got to flow with it. You know, but, but she actively kind of pulled me back. Oh, yeah, I want to add this. Uh. Oh, yeah, I want to say that. Uh. So I was like, ah, yeah. You know, but it's quite cute. Uh. I mean, I, I respect her for the kind of dedication that she put in mm. into, like, doing the content but it was it was quite freaky like, when I first saw the amount of papers. Oh, she really wants to share but because it's your job to distill it into yes. content that I can take away. Yes, yes, right? yes. And not like drop everything on me such that I, I don't know what to expect from this exactly, episode, right? Exactly, exactly. So so that's the that's the part essentially trying to manage the depth of the content and the production value in, in terms of entertainment value. Mm. You know, that was that was a difficult episode. Um, in terms of a very exciting episode. I think the one with Freddy was pretty fun from Stash Away. Yeah, there was this one episode that we did with him for Market Outlook for 2020. Or was it 2021? 2021, I think. Market Outlook, what's going forward and all that. And he was telling a lot of things and I was like digging further and I can tell he don't really want to tell me more but I just ask again. <laughs> you know, it's like when a lot of these guys, because this is their bread and butter, right? they, mm. don't want to, they don't want to tell everybody like what's going on. 
but hello, like we already come here. We want to ask, right? We want to get to know the real deal. Yeah, you know, I told you before, right? I'm uh. reminded of like one or two episodes but you really want to dig, mm-hmm. but it's like the, the guest has his or her reservations mm-hmm. and I can feel it. Like, yeah. Come on, just say it, man. <laughs> yeah, say yeah, it. yeah, exactly. Answer the question. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I think Fre- Freddie was the guy that after I dug deeper, he gave in. You know, like, it's like, Anna, look, I just do this. Like, <laughs> you, know, like, you know, you can do this. You know, it's like, so listen. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. To the episode with Freddie, that, that will help you a lot, you know, to kind of get a little bit of sensing about what we're trying to say. Like, you know, when you dig deeper, right, then all these guests don't want to tell you, but mm. he kind of caved in. So that was, that was, uh, that okay. was fun. Yes. So if Reggie didn't name drop you, it doesn't, he's just giving examples, it doesn't mean he doesn't like your interview. Mm-hmm. On that note, which interview did you not like? <laughs> uh... <laughs> or like, it was really tough, like, it, it didn't go the way you were expecting it to. Um, okay, oh, wow, wow, wow. Hot seat. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to reply. You can make it a bit vague. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely yeah. going to go very vague on this. Um, so there are many other episodes that you guys don't hear. It's all stuck in the, the rubbish bin. One day bin. <laughs> <laughs> One day means never. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Any, right. Anyway, in content, we have this thing called filler episodes that is like kind of not good enough to be lined up on schedule but not shit enough to be thrown away. They kind of stay around in the ecosystem and when we feel like there's, uh, we are stuck on schedule or something happened, we'll kind of push it up. You know, that's that's those kind of filler episodes. And then there are all these like things that get cut. You know, they get totally thrown out because it's just, you know, so it's mm. bad. So aside from these stuff, that means uh, everyone else that you hear live already considered, uh, you know, quite a lot better than, than these things. Based on the guys that I've interviewed on the live, you know, that means you've already heard them. It's already up there. You've, you're, it's already on the podcast feed. You heard them. There's this one particular interview that I really hated it. It's one of the shortest. If you go and scroll through, you will know which one. Okay, I'm not going to name names, but it's one of the shortest. Um, and honestly, in the feedback that we get from you guys, we get the NPS score, right? We always ask you to write the scores and those things are important. And the NPS score for them was one of the shittiest. And I was like, yay! Because that means you guys know, you know, like, when I think it's not good and you guys think it's not good, that means we are aligned. So that's great. But episode was horrendous because um, the person does not have enough depth. And sometimes it happens. And I felt like I was wasting time. That's the worst part. I felt like I uh, waste my energy, waste my time. Like, why are we doing this, you know, and waste our audience's time. So I tried very hard. But by the 30-minute mark, I give up. I've never gave up on an interview ever. I always try to squeeze until one hour and then, you know, if we could find some sort of narrative, we will cut something out. But I actually gave up and said, okay, enough, thanks, good. The main thing is, I wasn't getting enough juice and the guy made me feel like he does not know enough. Right, so, yeah, but big company, you know, reputable institution. And those are the things that 
people fall through, right? Like a lot of people when they interview others, they want to big look for big names, they want to look for big organizations, and then they want to get all these supposed like A listers to come in and talk. But if you interview A listers, they tend to say the same shit again and again. And if you interview guys from the big names, sometimes this is what you get. You know, you'll be surprised the amount of good content that come out of people that are like not very famous or, you know, run a small little blog on the side. And these guys are amazing. Right. You know, yeah. So it is what it is. So there's a whole editorial process happening here at TFC. Mm. And who doesn't want to post an episode that you have done? I mean, you've already done the interview, right? Mm. Prep work, mm. one hour recording, and in the end, you have to scrap it. Mm. Hey, it's, it's work. Like, some people think, I'll just post it. Like, it's just another episode, right? Mm. You know? But what Reggie does is that like, well, you, you just kill it. We kill. Okay, to me, this is a classic lesson in opportunity cost mm. and classic lesson in sunk cost. Okay, this is a classic lesson in sunk cost. You must remember this, okay? Don't over-invest just because you think you have already invested. So every step of the way, we are making what we call calculated choices, right? Calculated risk. So when I first do casting call with the person, I was like, okay, sounds like can I, good enough. We come back with some questions, okay? We prep some questions, then we record. So okay, sounds like, you know, it's fine. We record. As we record, realize hey, maybe cannot. If cannot, then why do I want to push it through the post process, which is additional four-hour professional work. And then we do transcribing, which we, you know, do another two, three hours of professional work. And then we have to line it up on the schedule and affect our ratings if it's not good. So if you think about it, there's already a sunk cost in pre and production. Why do you want to continue investing if you know it's not going to be good? Right, so to me, there are some baselines and it's not good, we cut lor. Yeah, that we kill lah. That's that's can cut we cut. Can save we save. Cannot save kill. Yeah, that's my baseline. Right. So sunk cost. That's mm. a term in economics. Yeah. So I think it's a good place to segue into finance and investing <laughs> since we are a finance podcast, right? <laughs> yes. I'm yes. gonna ask you some finance questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first question. First question in the finance category. Mm-hmm. Are you on fire? <laughs> Which in the finance community <laughs> stands for financial independence, retire early. Hmm. Honestly, I think I can. Not here in Singapore, but I can. At this moment in time, I can fire in like Subang, you know, my newfound favorite place. You know, I know I keep selling Subang. One day, don't be surprised (laughs) if I start the Singapore Subang Association or something, right? Trying to get all you Singaporeans to come here to live in the suburbs. (laughs) Don't be surprised. I've tried living in um, the outskirts of Bangkok for a few months. I've also tried living in Vietnam for a few months. And I, I can. You know, it's um, I don't really need to do extra work. I just need to manage my investments a little bit. Uh, be a little bit more active with the way I do things. And yeah, that's, that's kind of where it is. Right? So, I think the fire episode just went out. Mm. Okay? Yeah. And in that episode, I talked about this idea of like, if you're firing in a Singapore setting, then generally it means that you're not very into the whole like city living, fast-paced, professional way of life, you know? And there are other ways of life for everybody that don't recognize. Like in Japan, artisan is a very big way of life. You know, you can be a very, very good at a craft and you can live an artisan life, small little shop, small little um, thing that you do and you may not be super wealthy, but people recognize your work and you have a loyal following, right? So the artisanal way of life. 
Um, in other parts, you can live the suburb way of life, right? So suburbs are a very interesting way of life because the community is a lot uh, more knitted because it's smaller, everybody kind of knows each other. You don't see a lot of fast-paced development, but there are a lot of small little things that go around. And, you know, that's that's an interesting way of life. Of course, if you want to live the farmer way of life, you can also do that. Or you just want to kind of travel around. There are also many, there are many different ways to live. So my base idea for a lot of Singaporeans is, if you want a fire, then ask yourself, do you really want a fire into a city life? Maybe it's not your thing. So if city life is not your thing, then you're trying to fire into a something else, right? Another way of life, then actually you don't need that much. If we put it in context, mm. that means you don't need to live here and you, you may not want to live here, to be exact. But how did you get to this level of fire that you're at? Can you take us through the process before TFC, mm. the highlights? Mm, 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 mm. So I've tried doing businesses for a long time, right? And I fail and fail and fail. This is my, like, my, my best venture so far. Uh, I didn't really make a lot of money doing businesses, okay? But I worked for my friends in between and after after that, right? So when I was working for my friends, I actually made good money because I was so thrifty. I don't spend much, right? So, of course, uh, I the episode on impulse buying is going out also. So, so that's the part where you will get a bit clearer idea why I don't spend a lot, right? Because I don't really have a lot of impulses and I've kind of worked through a lot of them. So I don't, I don't spend a lot, right? Then you think about it, huh? if you make about 5k a month, 5k a month a year, how, how much is 60,000? 60, I barely spend 1k a month. Mm. So I can net net about 30 plus thousand. Mm, more than that. Do that for five years. Mm. Do that for three to five years and then you invest, you know, my, because I pick stocks. I don't know if I should say my performance, but... <laughs> <laughs> my performance definitely until now is hovering at 30 over percent a year okay if I, but it's until now um, mm. I I do build options things are a little bit tricky on how I do it so if you just kind of calculate right 30,000 a year 30% you know you count a few years yeah I am at the mid low six figure net asset value at this moment in time which is definitely not enough to even buy HDB here but way more sufficient to live in the region Subang Subang is amazing okay 400,000 R you can get a, like like a terrace yeah so so that's that's kind of that's kind of my base case here right so if you want to talk about whether I can fire here in Singapore of course I cannot lah. but if I can I fire in Bali can I fire in Chiang Mai can I fire even in like I don't know, Kaohsiung or something. Like the not city center, I can. I'm more than enough to do that. Mm. Right, my burn rate is very low. My investments continue to compound. Uh, yeah, and I have all these opportunity upside, right? Like doing the podcast, you know, all that. So it's like, yay, okay. So I can. If you ask me, I, I can. So talking about your portfolio, because people in the Telegram group, sometimes they ask you for your portfolio. Uh, and actually Reggie answers them. You DM them directly, right? Uh, uh, uh. So maybe you want to set the record here. Okay, you, you can give percentages. I mean, you can, however mm. comfortable you are mm, with sharing mm, this. Mm, 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 mm. You know, as of now, Reggie's portfolio is this. Okay, no recommendations or, you know, everything is for education your purposes own only. Due yeah, do your own due diligence. Your uh, yes, all these caveats. Our lawyers <laughs> made us say that, yes. <laughs> all these caveats must say are uh, important. Uh-huh. Uh. Um, I'm building 
a read portfolio at this moment in time because I want to kind of fade out of like very active or like semi-active options trading and all. So I'm at 10% read growing that part and 90% US China. I only get like ADR, like yeah, you like China, like US ADR, American Depository shares, which are like Chinese companies listed in the US. Mm. Right? So how much China, how much US? 20% China. Okay. 20%. No, maybe 30. Quite long Alibaba. Just mm. saying. Alibaba recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just a, guessing, I don't know. Yeah. I mean it's at a cheap rate now, so oh wait, wait, not recommending, mm. but We've talked about this on like a lot of different podcasts by now. So so yeah, that's kinda that's kinda my base case. But although I do all these things, right, I always tell the listeners don't do it. Because it's just so much more work that I think a lot of people don't understand the amount of work that goes into it. And I honestly think for a lot of people that are listening, right? There's a subset of people, maybe like five, ten percent of people really want to be very proficient with personal finance. Okay? And then they will want to learn these things, which are great and amazing. If you really want to do that, you're willing to dedicate your life and all that, right? Okay, you can learn. And I, we can share with you more. You can sign up for our programs and all that. The, prog- the beauty of programs is they're very structured, okay? Um, and it gives me a basis to teach you because I just cannot hold your hand to everything. I don't have the bandwidth at this moment in time. So that's that. But I honestly think, right, about 90% of the listeners I don't want to learn all these things. They're not interested to, like, be so tactical about things. They just want to make sure their finances are in check, you know, and kind of be updated about, like, what's going on, what's happening out there. And and that's all that, right? So I do think that uh, most of our audience are like that. And in that base idea, I recommend people not to do too crazy things. Mm. Right, so so you're pretty much active investing because you even do options, but now you're trying to move towards read so that you can be yeah, a bit so more can, a bit more yeah, hands off, not yeah, totally yet because yeah. you haven't reached the stage yes, where but you want to like yes. let it be passive, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. So I am I am a little bit more active than what people would think I am because I always you know talk about the passive strategy and all that because to me that like, passive strategy very good, ma. Right, you know you have some capital, just do this, live your life, guys. Just go and do your thing. Um, but yeah, I am definitely a little bit more active than what people would perceive me to be. Mm. So another question from the Telegram group because the Telegram group is where we chill and ask questions and actually whenever I see your answers, right, it's like an essay on its own. (laughs) (laughs) You you really answer it in depth. Mm. So there's this question, are you an agent? Ah, that one no need to answer in that. No. No. No No conflict of interest? No, yes. So, uh, honestly guys, let me put it to you this way, okay? When I first started doing this podcast, my main thing that I really hated was all these like fake gurus, right? I didn't like them. I think that they are stroking unnecessary anxiety and all. As I dug deeper, I kind of understand why people don't like agents also. Because agents have a lot of sales bias and they have a lot of salesy techniques that are very uncomfortable. And they also force people to grapple with very uncomfortable things. You know, like death, like, risk like all these things and that's why over here we try very hard to give you all these frameworks so that you can learn sufficient not to DIY but to learn sufficient so that when you talk to the financial professional side you're not like this idiot that they push you around right so you learn a little bit about risk you learn a little bit about the different products and all that stuff so that's great but I make it a point that none of my hosts will be an agent 
Okay, so nobody on the team, nobody in the host in the hosting, in the producer role, editorial, will be an agent. Because to me, I don't want people to feel like, you know, uh, y'all got sales bias not. Mm. Right? And honestly, I've talked to a lot of these agents and there are good ones. I would say minority, okay? This is my word. I put it out there. I think they're the minorities, the good ones. Everyone of you can come and challenge me, okay? You probably lose. <laughs> so from a podcaster standpoint, I am just a retail podcaster talking to retail people. I think I know more than you. Okay? Mm. From a lot of these agents, I think I know more than you. You can sit down and listen to my podcast. We should do an episode on yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> agents versus Reggie. No, no, no. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> Idea. But, <laughs> so, so, why am I saying that? Because it means that if you are a professional, then you got to buck up. You got to do more. You got to be better. And I think you can. I think if you put in the hard work, you can. But how many people put in the hard work? Most people put in the hard work in understanding their product. You know, which is... I would say a bit passe already lah. These days, if you really want to be a very holistic uh, financial agent or financial planner, or if you want to call yourself a financial advisor, right, then you must understand the broad market lah. You must understand how financials, you understand the economics. You must understand all these major forces law, you know, which most of them don't. But there are subset of people which are great. I've talked to them and I know that they know. You know, but, yeah lah, sad to say, there's still a long way to helping this market mature. But I don't hate agents. I just generally don't like people that are not proficient at what they do. Yes. So mm. that's why I get turned off by all these people that come and talk and then I was like, hey, this guy like don't really know his shit. You know, so I generally get turned off by people that are not proficient. It's not unique to agents. But Simple story, I'm not an agent. <laughs> we are not agents, but we could be secret agents. Yeah, no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> can cut you never know. <laughs> <laughs> It'll cut my dad joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can cut it. Cut, 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 cut what you just yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more dad jokes here. I thought it was a simple question, mm. but you, you gave a very in-depth answer. And, mm. and that's what Re Reggie does with every question that comes into the Telegram group. Yeah. It's a very vibrant community. Feel yes. free to you know, join the group. Yes, Check yes, us out. Yes, Thefinancialcoconut.com. Yes. You know, join the mm. Telegram group and then we can have a good talk over there. Have a good time. Well. Yes, yes. Sometimes yeah. there'll be a, a bit of blabber here and there. La, but generally, it's... it's yeah. I, okay, I, let me just share why I think there's a need for well-caveated replies. There's too many people online they are not giving you bad advice, okay? They are not, like, telling you false news of, or, like, things that are baseless. But they don't contextualize, and they have a lot of backstory that you don't know. So they have a lot of biases and a lot of caveats in their heads. And you probably have a lot of caveats and biases in your head also when you ask the question. Mm. So I have reached a level where when you ask me this question, right, I can see the three questions behind that question. Mm. Okay? I mean, this is my profession, right? So... When I know what are your questions behind it, when, when the person asks me, hey, am I an agent? Actually, they're not interested whether I'm an agent. They're interested in whether I have a sales bias. Your position, whether, your stand. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Whether can my views be trusted and do I secretly want to sell them something, right? So it's about trust. It's about understanding. You know, it's, it's not so much about whether I'm an agent. So when I can see past those things, right, I like to answer those questions at the same time. right? And to me, that gives the listeners a, a more rounded understanding of actually what they truly want to ask. Lah. Mm. Yeah, that's my base case. Right, so we have a community there 
and there's also the members back end. You want to talk about mm -hmm. it? Yeah, yeah, must join, okay? Support us, <laughs> important, because we're growing, advertisers are talking to us and all that, but podcasting is still a very young space. And also advertisers, you know, come and go. Maybe there's a trend now, podcast, so more and more of them are open to it. But going forward, you never know what's going to happen. So to keep this platform long-lasting and to keep the podcast network you know, thriving and growing, we have to do it from a unity standpoint. So I do think that having a member's backend where everybody contribute monthly helps to support the podcast. So we give you premium podcast and, and all that good jazz that, you know, I really marketed it enough. But I want to let everybody know that we're doing it to achieve self-sustenance, right? So that we don't need to actively talk to advertisers and we can just focus on the community. So if you love the podcast and you want to empower us to do more for you, you know, ultimately, it's, it's a mutual gain. The organization keeps growing. You keep learning more stuff. You know, and we can keep doing this without, you know, giving too much bother into all these advertisers and all that. So that's great, right? So if that is what you think is something that you want to support, then support, right? Because I do think Singaporeans are growing in terms of being more open to supporting this kind of subscription. In the past, no, like, everything was free one. Yeah, like, why are you charging yeah, me? Yeah, why you charge me, huh? Yeah, you hide behind paywall. Huh? It's like, do you? I do paywall because I need to survive because the podcast network needs to grow, right? So thank you all that have supported us so far. It's amazing. But for all of you that are still on the fence, you know, you may not want the stock content. You may not want, you know, the forum discussion and all that. Okay, maybe that's not your thing. But at the core, if you love the podcast, you love the network, you want to empower us to do more for you, then yeah, you know, join the members backend. Right, there's still going to be free content. But if you want a more in-depth discussion, you want to be part of a community, mm -hmm. support each other, support TFC, right? You can join the members backend. Yes, yes, please. To me, that's a... It's the main thing. Yeah. Right. So we've come to this part. If you have been listening to TFC for a while, you know that Reggie always asks his guests three questions. <laughs> okay, okay. Reggie, what is one core life principle that you hold closely to? <laughs> oh, I never knew that I will one day... Yeah, you'll be asked one day. <laughs> ...be on this side uh, of the discussion. Um, one of the core principles that... I hold close to is what people are commonly calling it these days the growth mindset. Back then, before the growth mindset was a name, right? It was just a combination of two things, which is you never try, you never know, and keep tinkering. I mean, keep testing, keep playing around, keep trying, right? So those were my base ideas, okay? I don't know where I had this idea, but someone, somewhere, probably my childhood told me this, you never try, you will never know. And I, ha I, and I have held on to that since forever. When I cycle, when I go around, when I hike, I always like to take the path that nobody is walking. Sometimes I get into a shit show, I, I get, I stuck there, so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you turn ah, uh, you turn ah. Uh. That's the reason why nobody takes that path. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, it leads to a cliff. Uh. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go back. Right? So, so there's a reason why sometimes those things happen. But many a times, I've also experienced like the surprise that, hey, actually, there's another way to do this. And there's another way to see this thing. So all in all, I believe in the growth mindset. I believe in the idea of like trying and learning and exploring. And because of that, to me, personal finance is 
it's just a process of empowering yourself financially to keep trying, keep testing. I'm not a big proponent of, you know, trying to over-plan, over-structure, because to me, life keeps changing, right? So that is a core life principle that I have, and I hope you can really give this a consideration, because I think too many Singaporeans, one thing too sweet-sweet already, like everything must be like in this square, you know, it must be beautiful and all. So to me, that is a Singaporean problem. (laughs) Second question. (laughs) What is a piece of financial advice that you think should be propagated more? Wow. There are so many. I mean, we run a podcast for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) You've been talking about different advice, All these different things. But there's this one thing that I think at this moment in time, I feel like people should talk more about and that is the idea of debt. Being comfortable with debt. Okay, so there's too many people um, very uncertain with, very uncomfortable with debt very f- afraid of bankruptcy, by the way, for whoever that thinks bankruptcy is a bad thing, right? Let me put it to you this way. Bankruptcy is a protection mechanism. It's when you over leverage, you take on too much loan, all the shit happened already, right? Instead of having the banks come and like shove down you, there's this bankruptcy mechanism to protect you and have an orderly fashion of like liquidating your whatever you have. Okay, so actually bankrupt, right? It's not a beautiful thing, but it is not a... It's not a bad thing. It's a, and, and it's a process to actually protect you. You know, because you already take on all this loan. You know, you don't get bankrupt for no, you know, women fancy and all the weird reasons. So, all that being said, I think people need to be comfortable with the idea of having debt in their name and understand what are the kind of interest rates that are comfortable, that are okay, that are good, you can handle it. What are the interest rates that are not? What is a comfortable debt level that one should have? You know, and I think we've talked about this pretty extensively and we have a lot of guests that come on to talk about mortgages, talk about like different, different stuff. I will not repeat them. But the core idea is don't be afraid of debt. Some debt are like big no-no credit cards, you know, very high interest. But don't be in a rush to pay down all your debt. In this capitalistic society, if you know how to shepherd your capital, you can actually make quite good profits huh, that can outsize even your debt repayment. So don't be afraid of it. Okay. Okay. Third question. Which part of your life are you giving additional focus to right now? Now it's TFC, Laura. Everything is about the podcast. Ah. Yeah, so my, my goal for this year is to make this a sustainable venture. That means we have good clientele, good accounts, um, a good team, and, and all that. Yeah, and so I'm just, I'm just focusing on this, yes. Mm. Additional question for you, because you asked every guest uh, this uh, question, right? You've heard so many answers did it inform the way you think about these questions? And did you take away anything from asking so many people? How about I give you why I asked these questions? Okay. okay. At first, we didn't ask these questions. You know, I've decided to ask these questions because I want to humanize these guys. I think too many people, when they listen to the podcast or when they listen to a lot of these people, they feel like... You know, all these finance people, lah, every day money, money, mm. you know, care about numbers and all that. Yeah, I mean, it's their job, it's their career. If you're a designer, you don't care about colours, right? Then you're weird. Lah. So if you're in finance, then you should care about, you know, numbers, right? But actually, they're humans. Mm. They care about other things also. They care about other aspects of their life. They care about, you know, personal development. They care about achieving different things. It's not just about money. So to me, that was why I started asking them because I wanted everyone to realize that, hey, they are humans also. 
And in that sense, I want you to know that while you're supporting the podcast, while you're listening to the podcast, it's not all about you know, optimizing, not all about making more, not all about like highest yield. It's not all about the yeah. money, yeah, money, yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, it's all about the money. Uh, that jokes, <laughs> right. la, okay, that jokes. But yes, yes, yes. There should be a sound yeah. effect for that. Yeah, that should be a, that should be a criteria. <laughs> right. yeah, you want to host TFC, you must have like that joke uh, level. But, so. but I appreciated mm. these questions. I mean, many of them talked about family when you asked about mm. the additional focus questions. Uh, what is one core life principle? Like, a few of them talk about growth, but there are a few interesting answers as well. Like, it makes me think about these questions myself. Like, mm. how would I answer them? Mm. So I appreciate you asking those questions, actually. Yeah, now you can continue asking uh, these questions yeah, yeah, to I will, I will. every other guest. It's a good, chill tradition. Mm, yeah. All right. And with that... We've come to the end. So nice. I'll let you wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a tough interview. Huh? I, do all the, I do all the tough part and then I still got to wrap it up. Right? Yeah. But yes, I think... This episode was needed to kind of hand over everything to Andrew. Um, and for me to kind of wrap up my journey on chills with all of you. It's definitely hard to to say like, oh, you know, you've kind of built this, but then because you want to like go further, you have to, you have to stop doing this. Oh, I don't know if you guys listen to like Gimlet, but if you listen to Gimlet, like Alex was crying when he... So Alex was the main guy that started Gimlet Podcast. And he was crying when his investor tell him, you need to stop doing podcasts. That means he got to stop hosting. Yeah. I'm not, I'm probably not at the emotional because he did it for 20 years. Okay. He did like Amer- mm. all American Re- Reggie is still around, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm still around, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe one day, you know, when that happens, it, it will happen. But it's definitely emotional to kind of hand over. But it's needed law. So with that, I think um, you guys are in good hands. You know, Andrew is professional. And our, our vibes are, you know, like pretty consistent in a sense. Like consistent with the brand. We talk to other professionals, but the, the vibe is different, now, right? They, they, they cannot, they, we cannot keep, keep that thing going, right? So, yeah. so that must have that joke, lah, must say. <laughs> right? So I think uh, you guys are in good hands. He will continue to ask very good questions. And we will continue to keep the whole chills with TFC vibes, you know. But help him along if you have anything that you want to feedback, you know, go to Telegram group, DM him, you know, Andrew Jan, Z-H-A-N. You can find him on LinkedIn and all that. And yeah, I think we can continue to make this bigger. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Hey, I hope you've learned something useful today and I truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconuts. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated and discussed. Join our community Telegram group, follow us on our socials, sign up for our weekly newsletter, everything is in the description. If you love us and want to help us grow, definitely share the podcast with your friends and on your socials. Sign up for our members backend for more investment-related content, live discussions, curated content and most importantly, your commitment to us is a step forward for us to continue creating great content focused on you rather than advertisers. For more information, check out thefinancialcoconut.com. With that, have a great day ahead, stay tuned next week, and remember, personal finance can be chill, clear, and sustainable for all. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.